0: All right, where do we start right now? Because we finally have some information to talk about. Inundated. Inundated Um, with information. So, for those of you tuning in, this is episode 23 of the Balcony Chatter podcast. Um, Recently, we've been doing a lot of speculation talk and things that we think are going to happen. And um, now we finally have some concrete uh, details about the NHL. Uh, But also, I think that we should go back a little bit and talk about the nba quickly too because i don't remember if we've actually talked about the games that are confirmed to be happening um for the celtics
1: no i don't think we have yet because uh, i think we wanted to see them get there first and they have arrived they have arrived We're in orlando uh and uh as of arrival still all negative uh in terms of yeah. covid <laughs> testing uh, yeah so everyone is good to go so far i think that's just how this is going to go everyone's good to go till they're not and ideally uh everyone's stays good to go the entire time but uh yeah yeah so, um so you want to dive into the Celtics games first
0: yeah let's do that Do we want to talk about that or do we want to talk about the fire festival meal plan that they got going on there
1: uh i think we should do all of it and so maybe okay. we start with we start with conditions there and arrival and then we'll get into gameplay
0: Okay. You might know a little bit more on this than I do. Uh, I've just seen that players are on their way to Orlando or have made it to Orlando. Everyone and... should have arrived now uh, yep.
1: for the for the most part, yeah. I I'm not sure about international players. Uh, okay. we, d- we don't have a ton of those who left. I don't think we have any who left. Uh, but, you know, like uh, Jokic left, and then now he tested positive, and he was hanging around the famous Serbian tenor. Tennis player, Jokovic. Oh, good. Yeah, that, that was and a whole that, really yeah, good plan. Yeah, that was, that was great. So they all have it. Uh, so I don't know if he's back or anything like that. I don't care. It's not my problem. Um, so we open up on the 31st, but before that, we get three warm-up, like, exhibition preseason games, I guess, if you will. Okay. Um, so on the 24th, we start, uh, which is two weeks from yesterday, I believe, right? Today's the 11th. Uh, so coming so, up quick, coming up pretty quick, we got the Oklahoma City Thunder, which I think is a great matchup for us to see where we're where we're at and how we're looking. Uh, then uh, on the 26th, we got the Suns, uh, which is another matchup that I also do enjoy. Uh, say what you say what you will about the Suns of the past. We have a healthy Suns team now, and they're pesky. I mean, Devin Booker has is one of the highest single game scores of all times. Thank to thanks to us. And, yes, a Brad Stevens run us where he drops 73 on our head. Uh, And then we have the Rockets. Uh, My only issue with kind of any of these teams, or I guess mostly like the Rockets, is because I want to see how – or I guess all all these teams, I want to see like how – I want to figure out who our backup center is and if we're going to run three, if we're going to have Robert Williams the third in with Enos and in with Tice in the rotation – Uh, And really only against Phoenix, I guess you can kind of see, you know, a really strong center. But, you know, we know how Houston's, you know, according to Mike D'Antoni, James Harden can play the five. So, uh, you know, not not a great matchup there. And then obviously you have Stephen Adams uh, and they got a solid center off the bench. But the other thing is it's three Western Conference teams. So that's interesting because it's ultimately it's not really going to matter. So there's no really form of size up there. Um, yeah. But then we the, then we really get things started on the thirty first against the Bucks. Um, that's an away game, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Um, so we're at Milwaukee at three thirty to start off, and that's a pretty loaded day in the NBA. Uh, just like there's the, there's the first two games on the th- Thursday the thirtieth that count, which is Jazz Pelicans should be a great game. I got to think Zion's been itching to get going, and then Lakers Clippers. So. If all of this goes to shit, we still get to watch the Lakers Clippers one more time. Uh, ideally, it doesn't go to shit before then. Uh, and then on Friday, it looks like every other team starts back back up, when we got like six. And
0: then Saturday is packed, and kind of turns so, into normal basketball a little bit. Here's another thing too that I think that we've we've said in the past, regardless of what level these teams are at, if they're if they're a good team or if they're the bottom of the barrel for what's left. I mean, you're looking at. Professional basketball players that are that are hopefully 100% healthy right now. So it doesn't matter how bad the team is. You're still looking at pro players that finally have 100% health. I mean, it could be awesome just to see some of these teams play to their, their potential and they could be a lot better than people give them credit for because of injuries and because of that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think we've kind of
1: I feel like I've been talking myself through this the whole way, but I think I've kind of finally figured it out. We kind of talked about it last week. It's like, yeah, maybe you're going to put an asterisk on this season, but someone has to win it, and it's I think it's more difficult than ever. Um, it's not normal by any means, and I, ideally it's not repeated, but whoever comes out on top of this, it, they earned it, and they had to bust their ass to get there against yes. uh, a more level playing field, I think. As of right now, it's a more level playing field. You want to look at the Nets and see how they're being like absolutely, absolutely decimated? Look at, look at the signings they just did. They got Jamal Crawford. They got Michael Beasley. And you can laugh at those names. They can pull in another few names, and it's just like they can be scrappy and figure it out. Granted, they got rid of Kenny Atkinson, so I, I think the interim coach can't really lead a bunch of scrappers anywhere. But you, if, if you had Kenny Atkinson still in there, I mean, who's to say this team can't make a dent, can't be annoying to the Raptors or the Celtics if we can take that two-seed? And I still think, even with these signings, we should be gunning for that two-seed because we want the Nets. Um, but, you know, I, yeah, the Celtics are saying, you know, Tatum, Scotty Pippen went on uh, first take, I think it was, and was saying that Jason Tatum is able to be the number one guy on a championship team right now. Tatum says they're going for it. Kemba says they're going for it. There's no reason for them not to go for it. It's within reach. Why not go for it? I'm all for that. Do I still think – I think we have a better chance now than we did if the season stayed as it
0: was, oddly enough. I really do. So are these games that they're coming back to with the Bucks and stuff, they're starting with the Bucks. That's this is all regular season games still? Yeah, so there's eight.
1: Each team okay. so each team is gonna have three preseasons and then eight regular season games to finalize the seeding. That's okay. why you have twenty two teams. There's only nine in the um there's nine in the east and but there's twelve in the west, I believe. That's the math. Thirteen in the west. And that's because within those eight games that, that are remaining, those are the only teams who can actually have a shot at getting that eight seed a lot more teams in the west gunning for it that's going to actually going to make these eight games a lot of fun uh just if you're a basketball fan because every game matters in the western conference uh obviously for seeding in the eastern conference same thing but you know the wizards are pretty decimated i I think beal said he's not going to play i could be i could be wrong about that but um it looks like the wizards are going to be freebies for everyone who has to play them. And, uh,
0: but yeah, then real quick. and Without going into every single game, if you're looking at this eight game schedule with the teams that they have, what do you think? What are your predictions for these eight games? You think they go four and four, you think they go six and two, what do you got on that?
1: Um, so I think I, I mean, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy games. It's it's a matter of how I believe if they're if they're just as good or better off. And I I do think for whatever reason like that they have the right mental attitude into going into this bubble and I think that is hugely going to be important. This is not just resuming basketball. I think there's a mental level to it that you have your stars ready for. Tatum well, said he didn't decide until a few days before that he even wanted to do this, but now he's in and he's all in. You see how Kemba's approaching it. I think Jalen Brown is going to be super in. Ennis is in. It's just like it seems like all hands are on deck to figure this out. Whereas I don't, know, I don't know that every other team is that wholesome together.
0: So, I did also read that they're talking about taking it slow with Kemba, seeing as he is coming off an injury, and who knows if he's 100%. Maybe he's 90, maybe he's 85, whatever. Right. Um, Do you think that that means him coming into the preseason taking it slow, or are they going to take it slow with these eight games and kind of rest him here and there? Not rest him, but play him – on a smaller scale to be ready for the playoffs and not go into the playoffs with any injuries.
1: Right. I think they're going to, I think Kemba is going to let that be a test of the first three games. And I think the hardest part about keeping Kemba Walker on the bench is Kemba Walker. Uh, he's, he's loud. He's annoying. He's just like, he, he wants to be out there. He wants to win. He's, you know, he's a, he's a thorn in Stevens' side with getting him out of the games. And, and Stevens has said this in interviews time and time again. Um, he I mean, definitely you saw him at sees the All Star Game, right? Yeah, and he definitely sees the bigger picture. But I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and let me just super quickly check this, it's a matter of us having the Nets or the Sixers. Uh, I think that's I think that's how it's looking right now. Yes. So it's a, but the Sixers and the Pacers are tied. So it's the Nets, the Pacers, or the Sixers. The thing is, the first round, us and the Sixers, like regardless of what you think of the the Philadelphia Sixers this season they match up against us a lot better than any other team we have a better record I believe against the Bucks than we do like we've handled the Bucks better than we have the Sixers so I, I do think that there's a there is a reason and, and, a, and a, a good reason to try your best to get that two seed um, and I think you need Kemba to do that because I you know we've we've said it time and time again it's been a long time since we've said it because we haven't had basketball in almost five months but Brad Wanamaker is not my guy uh, he's not my backup guy uh, maybe Carson Edwards has been busting ass over this break, but we just, you know, I'll I'll take Mike, Marcus Smart at point guard starting, or you know him and Jalen Brown taking turns carrying the ball up. Obviously Tatum as well. Um, but like, if we're not gonna have Kemba, we better seriously consider who we're putting in and still be trying our best to win these games. And I think ultimately what you got to do is just. Give a, give a fair shake of those first three games when you are you can do those games really light minutes and see how he looks. And if he's getting yeah. better, let him get better. Because ultimately you're going to have to run him at some point.
0: So, obviously, we love the Celtics here. We're a Boston-based podcast. But if I were to ask you who's a sneaky good team that you think might um, be kind of the one that people look over, aside from the Celtics, who do you think could potentially take take the whole thing? Is there in, any team that you in see In the East that, or West? Oh? Um Let's say the East. In the the East, the West is in the East.
1: I'd have to say the Miami Heat. Um, I just think what they were able to do this year with, you know, the Jimmy Butler Heat is is incredible. Uh, Duncan Robinson's really flourished. Uh, Just Bam Adebayo has had an All Star year. I think he started, no, but whatever. He was he was an All Star. Um, I think the Heat are are the sneaky pick out of the fourth seed, especially if they got to go at the. Pacers, and then uh, the other one—it's—it's really not a sneaky pick. I just think the Sixers are, are um, talent-wise, the most talented, uh, and like the most talented started starting five uh, in the Eastern Conference. And I think that's what matters in the playoffs—not depth as much. I do think depth is important, Um, but yeah. And then honestly, it's just like I think the biggest thing about the East is that it's pretty up for grabs. Celtics heat sixers those are the hot takes raptors and bucks they could either just steamroll or maybe they're you know maybe maybe they're up for grabs maybe it can be shooken up i don't think the magic or the nets are going to do anything i don't think the pacers can really do anything uh but i think there's six teams that could take the take the cake in the east and that's about as open as it's been in years yeah. um in the west i think that whole thing is up for grabs uh but ultimately lakers or clippers uh, come out on top. Surprise I mean, that's, teams in the that's West the could easy be the choice, Thunder. Right? Yeah, surprise even yeah. in the West I think could be Thunder, Rockets, or Mavericks. Uh, the Mavericks have plummeted down to the seven, but them coming off healthy and rested, uh, that'll do wonders for Porzingis and uh, Luca. I'm just sure is going to be as hungry as ever. I think we're going to see some of the best ba- uh, basketball out of Luca. In terms of grabbing that eight seed between the Grizzlies, Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs, and Suns, uh, I think Pelicans or Blazers. Could grab that from the Grizzlies, um, but there's also the Kings too. That's that's honestly that's going to be the most fun thing about these eight games. Again, is just watching that uh, race for the eight seed in the West.
0: See, this is what I'm excited about with the with you know teams being healthy, them being kind of stuck in this one place where there's not a lot of distractions. They the one thing that they get to do and let loose on is basically playing basketball. So it'll be cool to see a lot of these teams be able to put their all into these games and um although it is completely different and people are you know, unfortunately have to be away from their families for however long they end up playing in these games, uh, I think you'll get to see a lot of really good basketball and and a lot of really good um, you know, players that have a lot of talent get to show what they can do being a little bit more healthy than they normally are. And um you know, I, I just think it's gonna be fun and it'll be cool for everybody that's a fan of the game because Obviously it's been a bit since we've gotten to see any basketball and um, we're all really looking forward to it. And I think that there's a lot of potential.
1: Yeah. And I think ultimately it's uh, it's going to be such a unique experience and that's a, you know a blessing and a curse. And I think in terms of viewing experience, basketball and hockey, spe- specifically basketball, because they're not even playing in a professional stadium, is going to be the most jarringly different viewing experience for the viewer. Like I I've been watching soccer and yeah, I haven't watched a ton before this, but like they do a you know, they pump in the crowd noise. It does a pretty good job of like you can you know, like watching a movie. It's a willing suspension of uh disbelief, you know. And um so I think it's it's just going to be it's going to be a big shift at first, but then it's going to be pretty awesome just seeing the guys, you know, everyone's back at practice yesterday or or several teams started practicing yesterday. Uh, you're just seeing Chris Paul and Shea Gilgis-Alexander out there having fun. Luke is doing trick shots. Uh, you see, like, Boban and Tobias Harris reuniting, and they live in the same area, so they can, like, play cornhole every day, and stuff. <laughs> it's just, like, fun, stupid stuff having them all together. There's still the nightmares, and there's still the complainers. You know, Rondo thinks uh, that very, in my opinion, very nice hotel room is like a Motel 6. Um, we saw... The first meal before everyone showed up for Troy Daniels, who was there early, which, which, which was your joke nailed on the head that it was Fire Festival, uh, and that then we've seen great. we've now but now we've also seen Kuzma's ripping some of the finest sushi I think I've ever seen, and well, uh, uh, so you had said uh, that. I then. saw. Hold on, hold on, and then I saw Miles Leonard this morning. <laughs> he got the he got Mickey Mouse waffles, and he was ecstatic about it.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: So I don't know, some of these guys are having fun, it's clear, and they're going to buy into the program until they don't, it's just a matter of, that's another one of these, there's a COVID ticking time bomb, and then there's a putting up with the bubble ticking time bomb, and it's it's a question of if either will go off, and when either will go off, or both will go off, or whatever, so, what were, sorry, so what were you saying?
0: You had sent me that picture about the sushi thing, but then I had read on, on Twitter, which again, this is Twitter, this isn't like, I can't confirm or deny but apparently that was when the Lakers were still in L.A. So that wasn't actually at or the hotel in Orlando. That would
1: make a lot more sense. Um, um, people were trying to make over-under bets or, or, or just trying to make a bet on whether LeBron will have his own chef. And I, I honestly don't think there's any point in betting against that. Like, I just feel like LeBron James is going to have his own chef. Tom Brady, have, if, if, if the NFL's in a bubble, Tom Brady's <laughs> having his own damn chef. People
0: you know what who I mean? haven't got a chance to bet on sports... Will actually bet on that
1: I, w- I would I mean But I think the odds Are going to be stupid I think it's going to be Like negative 5,000 That yeah Obviously he's going to Have a, his own chef They're not yeah. going to do They're not going to do Mickey's Taco Tuesdays As much as the Twitter also loves Joking about that
0: But how do you How do you get Your own chef At this place
1: Same way you have Your own chef beforehand Well, That's true but, but, I mean I guess He needs cooking
0: Cooking services Excuse me but, Yeah he needs a place And there's probably Only a few kitchens
1: you got, dude, there's ways, man. I'm telling you. Hot plate. He's got like a, he's got a hot, hot plate plates. in the janitor's closet. Dude, yeah. He can do anything with a <laughs> frying pan. You don't okay. need an oven. Doesn't need an oven he, at all.
0: He, he should hire Guy Fieri.
1: Guy Fieri. Dude, with Guy like Fieri, sp- Guy Fieri saw how Troy Daniels was eating and he goes, looks like they need to hit Flavortown.
0: <laughs> dude, he's just out in the parking lot with a smoker. Yeah. That'd be sick.
1: It'd be so sick. Guy Fieri should do this. I mean, he's already done his charity. He raised like 22 million dollars or something for out of work restaurant workers. Incredible man. He, hero.
0: He uh, saved the NBA. These he's are definitely professional listening athletes. to this. So, you should do that um guy, guy because also since he's listening to this, it's Guy Fieri, you know, he gets kind of upset that Sorry, you don't man. say it the right way, so Sorry, man. I like
1: uh, saying Fieri because it reminds me of fire and he's just a very fiery yeah, aggressive, go-getter, and get done her, get her done, dude. I love Guy Fieri. All about, <laughs> all about him
0: smoking in the parking lot. That's I love sure.
1: Larry the Guy Fieri. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, smoking, just chiefing a Cuban, and just like the most racks of ribs you've ever heard of.
0: Hey, has anybody confirmed that they're going to be wearing those tracking rings yet, or what?
1: I haven't heard anything, and I think I deliberately didn't follow up with that for my own mental calmness i'm I'm so so mad about those things existing i've seen that like they advertise them for normal people now as if they've been listening to us about how it's just weird that they rolled them out for the goddamn basketball players (laughs) but no one's gonna wear that damn you have covid tracking device and also there's no way that it says when you have covid (laughs) come on it was Celtic green though so i don't know maybe danny maybe danny likes it maybe danny wants it for the boys Hmm. but yeah man we'll see we're gonna we're gonna lose gordon at some point and i i don't know a team that has a surplus of wings i know he's a former all-star i don't i don't take it as as much of a blow as maybe i should take it maybe i'm wrong there but i uh well you know we'll use you while your service is due i get why you want to leave and you know maybe you'll leave at the beginning of the playoffs and then you can quarantine long enough after all that that you can come back at the end but probably not we'll see he probably wants to – it seems like he wants paternity leave. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. Gordon Hayward is a mind I, I will never be inside. I never so, understand.
0: So as weird as this um, Orlando thing is, the NHL thing is not very – it's not much better. Um,
1: no, and it's just, it's just suddenly planned out too. So we haven't even – like we've been swishing around what the NBA is going to do and how bad the bubble is going to be. And what the schedule is going to be for several weeks now, whereas the NHL just ambushed us yesterday.
0: Yeah, so we're recording this on Saturday, um, the eleventh, and so also all of this information. If we put this episode out and there's new information, we didn't know it. Yeah. So, but what's weird about the NHL is that we knew we kind of had an idea that they were going to do it in Toronto and Edmonton, Um, but originally people were reporting that they were going to switch it up so that the West played in the East and the East played in the West, which didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But no. at the end of the day, that's not what they ended up doing. Um, they split up the two, they split up East and West Toronto. Um, we'll have two different hotels for all the teams. And then same thing with Edmonton. Um, there's a fairly large, like pl- campus. I, I guess you can call it that they're going to have for, for these teams. Um, that's, so that's, that, I think, is
1: crucial. If yeah. you can keep that and you can keep a lock on that. Really quickly, before we dive into the NHL, because I'll forget it, I want to do a quick tangent, and it's it's a quick baseball tangent. It's very, oh, please should, tell should, me. yes. Okay, it should be very ahead. brief, and it's Toronto-based. I don't know if you yes, caught this. I did. Um, so if you're a Toronto Blue Jay and you're caught out of the stadium or bubble or what, hanging out outside of where you're supposed to be, It's a three quarter of a million dollar fine, seven hundred fifty thousand, and potential jail time.
0: Hell yeah! Are we? Is twenty twenty the
1: year we're jailing athletes for not playing or not behaving? (laughs) What? Can also also Toronto did that. Canada did this before us. I guess there'd be like a riot in the United States if that happened. But. I can I cannot believe it. Seth Curry quote tweeted that, and just literally just put what? <laughs> like, they're talking about jailing athletes. Are they going to say this for the hockey players?
0: Could you imagine that you get put in jail because you didn't follow the the restrictions put on you by your um, major league baseball team?
1: Chara goes to get uh, lunch for his kids, <laughs> and he gets arrested, and Montreal is just throws a parade. And then they Toronto, all. Get a, and they in all get Toronto, a wish. I know in Toronto, but you know there, they, you know there's justice for Pacioretty signs everywhere. They finally yep. get their wish.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Man. That's some that, scary was crazy.
1: shit. That's some like yeah. that's some scary 1984 ish <laughs> Nazi. <laughs> whoa (laughs) a little much just wanted to address that on the pod yeah yeah. Uh,
0: i'm glad you brought it up because i I almost forgot about it so it's a good thing that you did bring it up
1: oh man but uh so hopefully we're that that uh that ruling won't be spread to our dear boys in black and gold and anybody on skates um i haven't heard any of that yet but it's the same city i don't know
0: well so The weirdest thing to me about them selecting the the hub cities and the hotels is that they released the name of the hotels to the public of where the teams are going to be staying. I hate
1: why. I mean, they'll figure they'll figure it out, but why promote that? Why put that out there? People, do do you not have you not seen hotels in any given city? Have you have you not been outside the Ritz Carlton in Boston during any given sporting event? Every away team stays there from the Yankees to the Lakers. It's just like it, if people know there's like these lineups and like yeah, you're just, yes, people should be behaving and maybe they will, but you're just antagonizing people to come from out of town and not behave and try to get their autographs and try to be there. And like even just like you're even just adding Joe effing schmo who's got a us. It's like well, it's like us it's wanting to go lockdown. up there and like, hey, we have a we have a damn podcast, so we're yeah. we're actually media. So like, right. it's just like I don't get it's it's gonna get out, but but broadcasting it, I don't understand. You're just you're helping people who may not have figured it out.
0: Yeah, it makes no sense to me. I mean, I, you know that they're gonna be locked down strictly for players, and you're probably not gonna be able to get in range of it anyway. But it just makes no sense to me why they even announce it. I don't get. You that know, at all. Is, is it because they don't want people that are traveling for business to try to stay there. You know, what's the deal there's no reason for you to announce that it makes no sense. No, I'm with you. Um, so yeah, they did the same thing for Edmonton. I just, I don't get it, whatever. Um, but you know, we'll see what the accommodations are like for them. I know that the hotels that they're staying in are very nice. Uh, Royal, Royal York in Toronto is super nice. So, um, why not let the Maple Leafs live in luxury for the first round where they lose anyway, at least give them a little bit of a um, a nice stay, and then they can yeah. go home. Yeah. Um, but anyways,
1: I mean, it's got to be the most tantalizing for them to be blocks away potentially from where they actually live. Yeah, and not allowed to go there.
0: It's strange.
1: It's really strange. Um, magic, same thing. They could they could be delightfully bounced within the first three weeks, and I'm sure they will. I don't think the Bucks will have trouble with the Magic, but
0: well. You remember the fact that whoever loses in this first, you know, the 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 first round ov- the first overall pick is at stake here. I dude, I, that- I
1: just want to I just want to now that we haven't talked about it in a while cuz we weren't sure if it was going to happen. I just want to get back into the fact that I don't totally understand the NHL's setup with this. I don't understand the thought process behind it. I totally understand the functionality of it. But just the weird the strange like like the pick thing feels arbitrary at best. And then the the fact that we were far and away gunning for the president's trophy and now we round robin for a potential four
0: seed it's just like this is here what the okay. hell is this all right I, I, we need to talk about this again because it really is infuriating like I it's understand it's been a while it's
1: been like I, months of <laughs> months since we talked about this this is right. fine I get
0: I get if you're in second place and you have to play for seeding it is what it is but if you straight up win the president's trophy and they give you the trophy, which they did. I mean, I don't think they physically did, but, you know, they, they awarded the title of President's Trophy to us for this season. And yet we still have to play for a seeding. So, like you said, we could end up being the four seed and get screwed because of our, the, you know, the way that this all shakes out. We don't know if that's going to happen, and we hope that it doesn't. We're, we're hoping for that one seed the whole time, obviously, but, I mean, it's a game, so anything can happen. Um, we've seen crazier things happen in the past, so I don't think that it's fair. And I'm not saying that as, you know, because it's the Bruins, I'm not saying that because we won the president's trophy, whoever won it, I don't care who it is. They shouldn't have to play for seating. That yeah. makes no sense. I mean,
1: you and I are certainly never going to celebrate this, this president's trophy. It's just going to, this is always, I think, going to feel like I hate it in terms I hate of the president's trophy. Well, I hate it anyway. We hate the, and I think you and I are both pretty superstitious about it, um, uh, Mostly, mostly thanks to uh, how well the Capitals have done with it over the last two decades. But um, (laughs) as well as the Sharks, Um, but ouch, but uh, they just like it's just regardless of how you feel about the superstition of the president's trophy. It's just like this season is going to be what what could what could we have done? What would pasta have finished with? You know, it's just like yep. this is this is always going to be sour, and so it's just like this is almost a separate thing. And in the same sense, I mean, maybe a little less so because it feels a little more haphazard. But uh, no, in the same sense, I think that I feel like uh, whoever wins whoever wins the the Stanley Cup this year again had to overcome something incredibly difficult.
0: Yeah, I I just. I really don't see the, the only thing that I can think of is that they thought the NHL thought that it was a good idea to have the Bruins continue or the President's Trophy, whoever it was, continue to play for seating because it wouldn't be fair for other teams. It wouldn't also be fair for the Bruins to not have any sort of warm up except for training camp prior to going straight up into the playoffs. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to these games that we're going to play, but not the potential outcome. I mean, I don't think that, I think that we're the team to beat in the East. I really I do, too. do. I do too. Even so, though I
1: think hockey is more beneficial to this rest time because I think the injuries can be more significant. And I think, especially with how many teams are allowed in at this point, allowed yeah. in or have the opportunity to be in the playoffs, um, that's a more difficult thing, but I still think we're the team to beat. I agree.
0: So, so with that aside, I still don't think that it's, it's necessary for us to play for seeding, but it is what it is. I mean, we don't you know what choice do we have now? This is this is the
1: Sure, and playing th- the out of town fan devil advocate, I'm sure they would say, "Well, then if you're the team to beat, it won't matter where you go." And sure, yeah, fuck you. I get it. But Yeah. That had to, this year had to mean something.
0: Yeah. I, I mean that that's what's tough. I don't tough. know how it's to just, translate it, but it had
1: to fucking mean something,
0: like Yeah. Uh, so
1: I mean, the, I, again, I, I guess ultimately what we do have to acknowledge is that at worst case scenario, you still have home, home ice advantage in the first round.
0: Yes. Um, so the the original or the the first round robin kind of seeding, return to play, we start back up August second uh, against Philly, which they're not they are not a team to take lightly. No, especially I, against I am, us. I am more worried about playing Philly than I am about playing uh Tampa who we have the day after or a couple days after that. Yeah,
1: I don't know why. Maybe it's foolish it's foolish confidence and it, maybe it's because we didn't even see them last year, but I I felt good about seeing them last year. I like see, us against Tampa even when they're scary. I just and and maybe that I just haven't had reason to believe otherwise. I is my opinion. Regular season yeah. shit aside, it's just like
0: I like us in the playoffs against them. I'm just I'm nervous about playing Philly. Um, they have a hot goalie when he when he's you know when he's on he's on. They have a good team. They have kind of that attitude of you know we're the underdogs most of the time right now. We were in a rebuild and now we're kind of coming back off of that. I mean, um, Kevin Hayes is an awesome player. Yeah, uh, he's really come into his own and it's just they're not a team to take lightly. So we got them on August second. August fifth, we got Tampa, and then August eighth, we have Washington. But real quick, I don't know if you heard this yet. Stamkos got hurt again already. With COVID? No, not with COVID. <laughs> didn't, didn't like three. They light. shut down their like their facility. Get it? Yeah. Yeah, um, but no, he supposedly has a lower body injury, and uh, he isn't. You know, they're not saying that he's gonna be out. They're just saying that they're taking it slow. Uh, they said that he shouldn't. he's not going to be ready for camp.
1: Bottom line, he's not going to be 100%. <laughs>
0: exactly. And this It doesn't guy's matter never how 100%. fast he gets. Yeah, he's never 100%. Yeah, I like that. I, I hate it because, you know, he's such an awesome player. No, he is He's one of my favorites, right. and I love watching I like watching our odds against it. Yeah. Me too. It's just...
1: it's, Stamkos is a guy I always wanted to, to somehow be a Bruin. I mean, I think Same. you and I talked pipe dreams of it when his, when his contract was going to be up, and then he just yep. got absolutely blown away with that re-signing, and we were like, LOL, remember when we dreamt? Just yep. like, I I, lo- I love the kid to death, but I, you know I'll take our odds against a dilapidated, <laughs> fucking, you know, a broken down Stamkos. But
0: so, I mean, those three games could go, and you know, we could go zero three in those games. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, it, we could lose all three, we could win all three as well. But I mean, you're looking at a healthy, all all those teams, but you're looking at a healthy Ovechkin. Um, in in a game that it's like a must win for them for seeding. You know, like they they ha- they would have had good seeding if this wasn't even the case, but they want that number 1. Everybody wants that number 1. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I I feel like he's he's going to have his sights set on winning another cup obviously, but it's just it's going to be a tough round robin to get that good seeding, but um the first 10 days of this entire Return to play is just insanity. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at what uh, is it? Six games a day? Five games a day? Um, we it, are very just...
1: quickly, and I think I don't know about Massachusetts, but over here, I mean, I know you still go to work, but over here, we're we're probably gonna be pretty pretty damn locked inside still. There's an overwhelming amount of sports that we're
0: about to have.
1: From we're about yeah, to we're go zero go... to hundred and twenty. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. Um. I mean, it just just the fact alone that we have this round robin tournament is going to be fun to watch. But then seeing kind of these first rounds, I mean, there's a lot of there's still a lot of teams left in here, and I keep going back to you know seeing these teams healthy. It's going to be interesting because do you know who the team with the best odds to win the cup is right now? No. If well, from what I looked at today, if I'm looking at the betting odds today, it's not the, the number it's, one. It's not the Bruins. It is not the Bruins. It's nobody in the East.
1: Yeah, it's West. Okay. Uh, is it? Um, I want to say the Knights, but I don't know if that's right. it. Is yeah. Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah. I don't know what gives them the the you know the opportunity over everybody else, but they are the team that everybody says is going to win it all right now. And the Blues in. The Blues are in. They're playing for seeding, but yeah, they're in. I think they had the best record in the West, to be honest. That's weird. Yeah. That's
1: cuz that team's mostly run back. Pretty much. I mean, I guess other people got better, but like I don't know. I guess I mean I I do know a lot of people maybe include and this is so funny that you know the, the Knights are in Vegas cuz I I really don't think the sports book cares and, and leans in their favor in any way for anything. But it's interesting because I do think a lot of uh the common you know and, and we've talked about it ourselves like a lot, a lot of the feeling around the league is that you know the Knights got robbed last season in the playoffs. So I would agree. So maybe they think they were better then, and they think they're definitely better now. So I get that. I don't know. I can't argue that. In terms of so, being better than the Bruins, that that I don't – that I'm unable to compare mentally. Because here's the thing with this Knights team. They, they, it's just they, they just haven't been in the playoffs a ton, and I know when they've been in, they're fantastic. But it's just like, I don't know. Who have we seen who'd they who'd they lose to they lost to the capitals you know it's just like let's see them in seven games again it's another eastern conference team there's just not yeah. enough
0: evidence i don't know in my opinion so for me you know they're a great team don't get me wrong i don't want to play them but at the same time i'm not afraid of them there's no. two teams in the west that i don't want to go up against in the finals if we were to make it this year i don't want to go up against the blues again they they know how to play us they rocked us last year they, they out-muscled us, and they would do the same exact thing to us again this year. Oof, um, rough. But the only other team that I don't want to play is uh, Colorado. I think that they have the talent and they have the speed and everything else to be able to just, especially when they make it that far, I think that they have what it takes to beat anybody. Do you I'm have not the odds in front would, of you? I don't have the odds in front of me, but I can be try to pull where, them interested where Colorado uh, lied. Um. Yeah, I mean I just think that they have a good team and I yeah, don't I don't, I don't see... like us against
1: them. I'd take the Blues again. I would personally. I'm I'm that's uh, that they'll uh, I'll say I'm against it, but maybe that's just cuz I'm a hard ass in the sense that I don't know if we can't beat them,
0: we don't deserve it. So, looking at this right now. That. Actually, hang on. So, it says that this is I think this is a few I think this is old, but Tampa is um was the favorite and then it was the Bruins. But then we have Colorado, the Blues, Pittsburgh, Washington, Dallas and then Vegas. Okay, and what's that so dated? This is dated uh I could probably Oh, this doesn't ones. this doesn't this doesn't count. This is February. Oh,
1: yeah. They they don't even know about COVID back then, Andrew. Yeah,
0: exactly. So Hold
1: on, I can, I got I got this. I'll pull this up. But yeah, I don't like our Colo- I don't like Colorado hurts us like a lot. <laughs> they beat the shit out of us. It feels like I I uh,
0: I'm with you there. I don't I don't want any of that. Um. Yeah. So if I'm just looking at what we have, who who there, who was out there, if we were to make it to the finals, that's the team I don't want to play for sure. Yeah. Um. But you know I'm not really that worried about any of the other teams, and I say that just based on what I know the Bruins can play like, and this is going to be one of the first times that we see a fully healthy Bruins team. I mean, you got Chara, you have Bergeron having Bergeron at a hundred percent health is a very scary thing for other teams and they know it.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And
0: I mean, h- him having health, him being healthy for face-offs, him being healthy for the power play unit. I mean, that's just, it's just not good for other teams. And and again, like I said, they know it. They they don't want to play against him at a hundred percent. Same thing is I don't want to play it. I don't want to play against Taves at hundred percent. Um, you know as a two-way forward who is elite in this league i know that he's kind of you know it seems like he's gotten a little bit older lately and he hasn't been playing to his current potential but i don't want to play him at, at at full strength just same thing as i don't want to play ovechkin right or crosby you know like i you got to give credit where credit's due and everybody in this league knows that bergeron is that kind of player
1: yeah i and i i mean he's my favorite player in sports i'm so excited to see arrested bergeron it's a uh, you know that's one of the gifts that we almost it almost doesn't feel like we deserve for this, but uh, I'll take it. All right, so I got the odds here for my site, which is usually close to what Vegas has. Uh, it's influenced by one of the sports books, I'm sure. Which one I can't tell you. Uh, okay. we, we have two teams at plus 650, which is the which is the best odds. Uh, one being uh, the Boston Bruins, the other one being um, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, so equal odds, and then the next the next. Closest is plus 700, and there's one team who's plus 700, and that team is the Colorado Avalanche. Um, then you have two teams at plus 800. One of them we will know, the other one I think might surprise you. Um, so it's the ones in the Knights. I want to see if you can even guess what the other team is, and I, I want to start by saying I don't think you can. And this is very is surprising. It's east or west? It's east, and it almost feels like Vegas knows something we don't.
0: Um,. I think it's it's got to be Pittsburgh, right?
1: No, it's Philadelphia.
0: Okay. Well, I, dude, I told you. And but you're at gonna, plus eight hundred, plus eight hundred, they're going to be a, a sneaky team, man. I
1: know, but equal odds to Vegas
0: just seems. I don't know. All right. I don't know. I, I think that they're going to be a team. They're going to be a team that people don't want to play against, and that they're not. They're not easy to beat. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you that right now. For sure. So, um, but I don't. So. I don't get what the hype is around Tampa Bay.
1: I don't either, like, man. Um, it, it doesn't make sense. No, that, that honestly. And there, I feel like there always is. And that just feels like something Vegas is consistently wrong about. Um,
0: I mean, Kucherov has, has cooled down on his, uh, his goal scoring as compared to how he was. Right. Stamkos is always at, let's just say 75% for the sake of conversation. Um, they're, they have an unbelievable goalie I will give them that I mean and they, maybe they, and maybe that's a
1: whole bunch of it maybe that's a
0: whole maybe that's the maybe
1: that's all of it maybe that's it what, has to what be. they get I mean because I you know in the playoffs that your netminder
0: is you know you're ride or die, I mean so. they're they're an extremely talented team on paper they should beat everybody yeah realistically yeah I mean and then you look at their defense and they have Victor Hedman, who's one of the best in the league but I mean he's one he's another one where he's a concussion away from being done yeah I mean, this, this, I just don't see the hype around that team. They're great. And again, on paper, they're um, unbelievable, but they don't seem to show it down the stretch. Right. And I don't know what is going to, what it's going to take for them to get over that hump. I mean, they almost got Eric Carlson when that whole thing was going on. Maybe that would have done it, but I mean, he hasn't showed that he's that elite presence like he used to be now, now that he's on San Jose. I mean, he's still, he's still an elite player in this league, but it's the same type of thing with Subban. Like I don't see him as being one of the top couple um defenders in this league anymore. I think that he's a he's one of the top 10, but I don't think that he's in that top 5. Yeah, I agree. Um uh, could they prove us wrong right now?
1: Sure. Could they prove us wrong next year? Sure, but um yeah, well, we can only go off what we've seen. But yeah, I guess that that's just another point that those are the variables that they could come out and be back to like if not prime not prime but like just pro just post prime uh versions of themselves you know that's 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 a big x factor in in all in for every team every team has a player like that that could just have another booster i mean it's really it's it, it's it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be fun it's just it's just gonna be weird we got we gotta just kind of let go of the tw- 2019 2020 season and take this for what it is and I I think the NBA is kind of the only sport you don't have to do that with out of the two of these because like you, we have this sort of buttoning this sort of wrap-up and even though it's not normal it's it's resembles normal and then our playoffs you know the NBA playoffs
0: are the same Yeah. Um, so I, I really like I really like that you had said you know this is gonna be different but somebody has to win it. Everybody that's left in these both of this NBA and NHL, everyone has an equal shot at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm
1: ju- I'm just tired of like all the. I mean, somebody's got to win. Yeah, someone has to win, and whoever did what they it wasn't fucking handed to them.
0: Exactly. Period.
1: I mean, the, I'm just not, sick not of that. Not to mention that that not, version of, like, complaining in the sports world is just like, shut up. Like, this is going to be difficult and different and weird. And, like, I mean, especially now, we should all... Yeah, we all wish it was a pre-COVID world in ways way beyond sports. Right. But it's not. And so, like, this is going to be fascinating and exciting. And whoever wins deserves it no matter what. They
0: busted ass for it. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is, like, you have you have some of these teams like Florida and the lower teams that have to stay in motel six while everyone stays in the Ritz otherwise. Right. So, you know, it, Hey, if that's incentive to play better cuz guess what? <laughs> this
1: coronavirus shit could be lasting for a while, dude. So <laughs> True. <laughs> that's 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 um, incentive to either get traded or uh or get your team in better shape, I don't know.
0: No, I, I'm also kidding because everyone every hotel that they've chosen is definitely nice. So Yeah, but hey, I, I don't want to hear well, that. And
1: as far as the NBA's concerned, some people have better bigger taste. Hello, Rajan. Yeah. Rajan, also a listener of the pod. Love you, bud. Uh um, Yep. You know, long time listener, long for sure. time listener of the podcast. Um,
0: one other thing that I, I don't know if you have some other stuff to talk about with this NHL, but there's one thing that I wanted to talk about with them coming to an agreement for the return to play. They also came to an agreement on the CBA for, extension, yeah, which four years, which is awesome, because yep. that means that we can't have a lockout until at least twenty twenty five, twenty six. So and it was um, smart
1: of them to do it this way, because I don't think the NBA did that. You know, I think the NBA just is like, this is how we'll finish this year. But I don't think we have an expiring CBA. But at the same time, it's just like it was smart for them to do this, even though it's maybe just a timing thing. Because, you know, like, let's be honest, next season could be hugely affected by this. We have we have no reason to believe, especially with the way the numbers are. We have we actually have every reason to believe based off the trends of how this pandemic is rolling out right now that these seasons will be altered beyond just not having crowds these could be bubble seasons these you know so um yeah it's just like it's just it's smart of them to wrap this up and and kind of build into it uh to figure that out so
0: also as of now they You know, they're thinking that the new season will come back, I believe, December 1st. Nothing is confirmed, nothing is set in stone. I'm just telling you what I've read recently. Um, And, you know, so we're really jamming in a lot of stuff very close together. I mean, I know that they just had a big break in between this stuff, but all these teams are going to play their hardest for the cup. So who knows what's going to happen in the next two months. And or three months, however long it's going to be. I think that they said the last possible day of the final was October 4th. Yeah. So I mean, you know, players can get hurt and they might not be ready for next season, and that will affect their um, recovery time. that will affect all that stuff. So it, I'm I'm very happy that we have hockey for the next, you know, four years at a minimum. We will get a chance to see Seattle start. Um, that'll right. be fun. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll
1: we'll get the draft then, obviously
0: too. We'll get the draft, uh, which is October 9th and tenth. By the way,
1: yeah, October is going to be awesome. You know, if you like off season just as much as you like uh, the the regular season, the playoffs, which I know you and I do, we get we get as excited in its own way. Um, yeah. You know, this is going to be the funnest, funnest, and and I think for the uh, common off season fan, uh, the most able you're, uh, the most you're able to pay attention to it because. It's going to be so fast. It's going to be like draft, draft, free agency, free agency, just constant, constant turnover and then the seasons are back at the end of the year. So
0: Dude, it's it's crazy, man. It's all it's all so different and and I don't know. I'm just glad that we had come to the conclusion or they had come to the conclusion about getting a new extension, getting this in the works because last week when we did our episode, it wasn't looking like this was going to happen. No. And it, and it still may not. I mean, who knows? No. If there's some and I huge and spike, I still stand
1: know. by absolutely everything I've said. And I was even saying it at the beginning of this podcast. It's fun. They gave us something to talk about. I won't sing yeah. it. I know I sang it before. Right. When the <laughs> but they gave the us something to I'll believe it. When the puck drops. I'll believe it. But I still won't believe that it, because the puck is dropping today. That it's promised tomorrow. I just you know there's any. I think this will. I, I said last week. I think this will implode. As it rolls out it will not implode they will not call it off in advance or anything like that and even now that everything is set in stone I still think it all has the opportunity to fall it's a house of cards let's see if it stands up I hope it stands up it's fun we have stuff to talk about we got plenty of episodes to come because we have so much to break down it's great it's so great it's it's making being locked inside a lot better um, for me but uh, you know I hope all of you are doing well out there
0: Yeah, I don't know where everybody is listening to this, but hopefully the the COVID cases are lower where you're at and hopefully it's on its, you know, we know that it's not on its way out entirely, but I mean, unless you're in Florida or Texas or somewhere like that, it's looking pretty good for um, numbers wise for a lot of other places. I mean, Massachusetts has finally got everything sort of under control. I mean, we're looking pretty good right now and um, I wish that we would have been considered as a hub city, but at the same time, I understand why they're not. Uh, so I'm just kind of glad they didn't choose Vegas so that all of the hockey players go there and get it and possibly die. So, um, a plus on that decision to change it up and go to Toronto, because I think Edmonton was uh, originally, actually, I think it was Vancouver and Vegas were the two they were really talking about. And now they moved it to Edmonton and Toronto. And I think a lot of players will be happy about that only because a lot of players are from Canada. I mean, it'll be kind of cool, especially if they can win the cup you know, wherever they end up going, whoever the team is, a lot of those players might, it might be a little bit more special for them being from Canada and being able to win it in their home country and all that kind of stuff. So, um, I think this has a lot riding. There's a lot riding on this stuff for a lot of teams and a lot of players. And, um, I'm just really looking forward to it and I can't wait to get it going. And, and, uh, we actually have some cool things potentially in the works for when these games come back, and we won't, you know, talk about that right now. But just a little no, yeah, you know,
1: and uh, idea. I, I was, I, I do want. I got a couple of guests. I'm going to line up for us as we, as we go and just get some bubble takes from uh, other fans from around. Uh, that, I'd love to that. Do we'll that. get on. So yeah, there's plenty to talk about, and I think the I think this is a thing where a lot of different opinions matter. So also, you know, if people want to write in or anything and just any questions or thought-provoking things or whatever, it's just, you know, please, please do. We we love talking about it and we we love talking with you guys and interacting and um, it's just it's getting exciting. There's a light at the end of the tunnel and uh, hopefully the tunnel will, will stay up. We'll stay a tunnel.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're if you don't have to be a fan of the Bruins or the Celtics, we would love to talk to fans of other um, sports teams as well because. It gives us a good conversation to have. Um, We want to know what you feel is, you know, maybe best for your team. Or if you think that this round robin thing is maybe you're a Washington fan and you don't like it either because you had you would have had a better seating prior to it. You know, so, um, you know, don't feel like you can't talk to us about your teams because we want to talk about that possibly even more. Yeah, I think so. So. We'll we'll keep up, you know, with both the the NBA and the NHL and all this news and what's coming up. And um, as always, you know, as soon as we get information, we'll definitely be talking about it and and getting some feedback from other people as well. And um, feel free to let us know that we're wrong. We'd love to hear it. We are um, not experts. <laughs> yeah, definitely not.
1: We just like talking.
0: So I, I think that's it for me. I mean, do you have anything else that no. you that you that we didn't talk about? No.
1: I mean, uh Cam Cam Newton's been working out with some premier players around the league <laughs> and I just like the way it's looking.
0: <laughs> do we want to do a whole nother half hour on Cam Newton <laughs> yeah, now?
1: Yeah, you got time, you got thirty? <laughs> no, my lunch is in the living room. I'm gonna go do that.
0: All right. Well everybody stay safe out there. <laughs> um, try not to get coronavirus. Uh I want to um, I want
1: shout out every Bruins player who obviously listens to this podcast and hope that they can avoid Tugaresk's farts in the bubble, baby. Bubble farts are not good. Good luck to
0: all the Bruins.
1: Just the smell is awful.
0: Yeah, I I feel you, <laughs> Z. Um yeah, so you know, thanks to the Bruins, thanks to Guy Fieri for listening, uh Rayon Rondo for for listening, long-time listener. Oh man. Um we will I hope they upgraded you, bud. <laughs> get out Love of that ya. Motel 6. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll catch up with Rajon next week. Yeah,
1: Yeah, he's the first one we'll have on.
0: Oh, man. All right, buddy.
1: All right, man, take care.